Come on. Welcome to Life Club. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Rocco Carrero. Rocco, are you ready to do this? I'm ready to do it, George. Let's do it. Let's go. Rocco is an MBA. He is a CRPC, an APMA, a private wealth advisor, and he is the author of The Three Chords Approach to Life and Wealth Management for Business Owners. Rocco, excited to have you on again. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. All right, George. Well, a little bit about myself. So I'm uh, talking to you here from Southampton, Long Island, New York. Grew up in Patchogue, uh, which is about 35, 40 minutes from here. And uh, I'm in the wealth management business. I've been working with highly successful business owners for about 25 years. I really got to know the personality, what makes them tick, uh, what really creates true wealth for these people. And um, so I decided to write a book a few years back on the subject to help business owners with the uh, three most important areas of their life, which is uh, their their family life, their uh, their business life, and themselves as an individual. Nice. I appreciate that. So true wealth after 25 years, I, I imagine your ideas of what that was when you got started was different and then 10 years in it was different and now 25 years in. Uh, tell me about that sort of how, 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 how that's changed for you. You know, getting into the wealth management business, you think that um, just substantial or very large financial resources ha- has the ability to create wealth, uh, create uh, happiness. And, um, you know, what I've seen over the past 25 years is that um, yes, it is a very important component, but it is not the only component to creating happiness. That there was two other factors that I saw that were really in the happiest of people. And, you know, certainly money does not create happiness. Um, money just basically emphasizes who the person really is. So if you're a kind, uh, generous, terrific person, the more money you have, you're just going to be a greater, kinder, uh, more terrific person. If you're a rotten person, Mm -hmm. the more money you have, it just makes (laughs) you even more rotten. So what I saw was basically that it was the three components that created the true wealth. It wasn't the one component. I thought initially it was, and uh, I got a, got a quick story to share with you. We're, um, been working with a client who, a billionaire client and, um, the guy um, just, you know, fabulously, successfully uh, wealthy, couldn't find happiness and it, uh, owned football teams, jets, yachts, you name it, he owned it. And it wasn't until he actually went to uh, Mexico on a, on a retreat and he brought some wheelchairs there, right? He brought some wheelchairs there to provide them for uh, some kids who, who couldn't afford a wheelchair. And he told me, he's like, listen, he goes, it wasn't until that day that I really, really felt truly wealthy and really happy. Um, it wasn't the football teams or the Jets or any of the other types of things that he had in his life. It was helping others. So that's been one of, you know, I, I work with lots of real wealthy people and I try to get them to see that by helping others with their wealth, 
they actually get more out of it than just spending it on things. And um, I always get excited when I'm able to kind of connect the dots there because a lot of people who are really wealthy don't really think they can do it, right? Uh, they just think, well, what happens if I need it? Really, is it my responsibility to do it? Other people that have more money, they're doing it. Um, and so I, and so the book really talks a lot about that. It talks about how to become wealthy, right? It's a, it goes over the topics of around financial planning, wealth management, growing your wealth and protecting your wealth, but it weaves in the three topics, uh, which is looking at yourself as an individual, as well as your family, um, which is, you know, critically important as well. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a really powerful story. If somebody who is, who is wealthy beyond most people's human beings, imagination, um, yet still not necessarily feeling wealthy and it takes, maybe being removed from the situation and just in a different environment, change that perspective around a little bit where it finally clicked. This guy that the guy was telling you about, he actually felt wealthy when he started helping, you know, he felt good about himself and he felt good about his wealth when he started applying the capital to the, you know, to, to making a difference and helping, uh, helping people. You know, one of the kids, uh, one of the kids looked at him in the face and said, I want to study your face because when I see you in heaven, I want to thank you again and mm. blew, blew away the guy. <laughs> yeah, that's, I can't even imagine. Super interesting that it doesn't matter if you are a hundred thousand air, a millionaire, billionaire, trillionaire, you will still look in the mirror and say, is it my responsibility? What kind of impact am I really capable of having? Do you think that, that, that everybody, is it, how relevant is the amount of money you have? I think after a certain amount, um, and I think studies show that any money made after, you know, if somebody has an excess of like their basic needs, whether it's 75,000, a hundred thousand, anything more than that really does not create any more happiness. Uh, you talk to people that that do mountain climbing and they talk to these Sherpers and all these other people that are in parts of the world that they make like $5 a week or something, you know, and they're happy. They're, you know, they, so there's no, you know, once I think somebody's basic needs are met, anything more than that certainly does not create uh, any more happiness. It's, it's with that wealth, how is it applied? Right. And I think it's, it's how it's applied that determines the, uh, the happiness, right? Some people get a lot of joy. I mean, you don't have to be uh, a billionaire here, but you know, some people get a lot of joy out of giving gifts to other people. Um, and so, you know, it, it's, it's really the, 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 the psychological dynamics of it are really interesting. I mean, listen, money is really important. Um, I'm not saying it's not, I mean, it's really the, uh, it's what, it's the oil that moves the engine, but it's the uh, the uses of it, how people apply it. I, you know, I can't stand when people really make the uh, the connotation that oh, money's the root of all evil, or money's the devil, or this. Far from the truth. It's the application of it. It's the person. Uh, it's how the how the person treats the resources and what they do and how they act with it. That's you know that that's the real issue. Yeah, money is neither good nor bad. Right. It's just, it's just, it's just money. <laughs> it's just money, right? Money has no personality. It's just there. I imagine that one of your struggles slash opportunities is helping people to, to start having these kinds of conversations with themselves and thinking now, 
because I bet people say, well, yeah, okay, Rocco, that's great. I'll do that once I do this, or I'll start this kind of planning once I hit that trillion dollars or whatever. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's what people say. They're just not ready yet. They're, you know, you know, after I do this or after I do that, um, it really is not, it's not the, you know, it's not the majority. You would think that more people that have substantial financial resources would actually do more. It's the minority of the people that have substantial resources that do the majority of the giving back and helping others. And it's not because those people don't want to do it. They just are not educated in the area that they can do it. Um, one of the things that we plan on doing more uh, this year and next year is providing educational forums and, and kind of just teaching these really smart, successful business people uh, more about options and things that they can do to help others. Uh, looking, you know, and uh, really excited about doing that because what gets me really excited about that is that I believe that if they do it correctly, they, they will have much more joy in their life while they're here uh, versus not doing that at all. It's just my, you know, my, my kind of thought on it. Yeah, no, I think that that makes a ton of sense. Is it, is it kind of like if you ask somebody what their goals are, they're like, I, oh man, that's just too, it's too broad. It's too, uh, it's, I, I, I don't know. But if you said, Hey, what do you, what are your goals for your relationship with your oldest child? then they'd be able to kind of connect that. So if you say, what, who do you want to give money to? Or what, what impact do you want to have? It's just too big. But if you say, you know what, there's opportunities for kids in Mexico that need wheelchairs and in people in Slovakia that, 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 that need braces. Yeah. Yeah. If you just, you know, you put it out there, you know, I mean, the situation over in the Ukraine, whatever it might be, um, presenting that to them, giving them choices and options. And they say, you know what, that kind of feels like, feels right for me. And let's, Let's let's try that. And, uh, you know, not everybody's, you know, not everybody is 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 thinking that way. And so giving people choices and options as to how they can apply their capital is um, I find found a great way to, you know, great way to do it. We're going to do a lot of that. We're going to you know, it's going to be one of the things that we continue to do more and more. People want to learn more about it. and, you know, they also, you know, people that are wealthy, they don't want to see that, that money squandered. They don't want to see it misappropriated or used incorrectly or stolen. So that's sometimes the reservation that people have that causes them to, to pause is based upon hearing those horror stories of, of uh, you know, that, 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 you all hear, that we all hear on the news. But, but uh, it's great stuff, really. Um, but again, you know, back to the book. So that's the component of it. You know, your yourself as an individual and how you take care of yourself, your health, diet, exercise, or you seeing doctors, um, as well as the importance of family, right? So, you know, this is, you can always, you know, we all say that family is important, right? And uh, what's always interesting is that you say, okay, well, let me take a look at your schedule. And you'll have these hard charging business owners that'll have 26 appointments and it's like, well, do you have any, do you have, I don't see any time on your calendar here for your, your kids or your spouse or your, your parents or your whoever. And, um, and so, you know, people are like, oh, you're right. You know, there is no, you know, I, but I get, you know, they eventually get to it. Yeah. Well, you get to it with whatever time is left. So I always ask business people, are you a, um, are you a business person that also has a family or are you a family person that also has a business? It really makes people think, um, think deeply, like, you know what? Yeah, exactly. You know, because 
when you when you think I'm a family person that has a business, well, it's very clear that that person you know values their family over their business. Or I'm a business person that has a family. Well, that sounds like that person values their their business over their family. So, you know, it's just a different way to think of it. Yeah. And back to that whole money's not good or bad. There's not a right or wrong yeah. answer to that. If somebody wants to be a business person that has a family, I suppose that that's just fine too. Yeah. Well, it, there's no, yeah, there's, you know, you, you, not here to, you know, never judge anybody. Um, and uh, it's just, you know, but the one thing that, uh, that I will say is that I have seen that the people that, that think about the three areas uh, being super successful at business, <clears throat> because if you're really great at your, you know, yourself, health, wellness, and you're a terrific family person, but you're a lousy business person, that causes another whole set of problems. So it's being successful in all three areas is what is the key in my experience to real true wealth. Not one, not two, but all three. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that makes a ton of sense. When you were talking about how um, going through the calendar, the schedule of really successful high driving person, they've got 26 appointments on there and the family time is what's left over. It made me think about the whole pay yourself first thing is that you need to pay yourself first and then everybody else. Otherwise, there's no money left over for you. And it strikes me that time is the same way. That's a great point. You're exactly correct, right? The pay yourself uh, first concept is, you know, you make sure you're out. Yeah, that's it's, it's very similar to that. Like, you know, what? You know, so many so many business owners don't do that, right? A lot of startup business owners, they basically will pay them whatever might be left over, if anything, at the end of the day, they carve off. Um, but the ones that say, okay, I'm going to keep two cents of every dollar for myself, they're the ones that actually accumulate something. So, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. It's a really good point. And I, in terms of, and I love that. Um, the whole three chords concept is that a rope is much stronger with three interwoven cords versus just one. Um, and that, that, that really resonates with me and makes sense. And taking that integrated approach and making sure that you're paying attention to all three areas. Um, and it's natural that over time, probably it's not going to be 33, 33, 33, right. um, helping people strike that balance if that's the right term or the right rhythm. And so how, how, how do you help people with that? You know, it's, I think it's more about focus than balance. It's okay. If you're, you know, with your family, you try to be, you try to be present while you're there, right? You try to be, um, and so you're focused on your family during the family time. Um, you're, you're focused on your business during the business time and you're focused on yourself during the time that you're focused on yourself. So it's really, you know, it's, you can't, you know, if you balance, if you're doing all three at once and you're balancing them, it's, it's not possible to um, achieve optimum success at at uh, by by doing all three at once. It's it's one at one at a time. Yeah, yeah, I think that that makes. I mean, just really being and giving one hundred percent of your time and attention and energy with whatever you're doing. That's probably the trick, especially when you're talking about people that have so many different demands on their time, energy, and attention. So. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, uh, it's hard. It's really hard. You know, and I wrote the book on, I'm not saying that I'm perfect by any means. I wrote the book because of my observations and I try to live by it. Um, and, um, and every once in a while, when I kind of feel like really overwhelmed that I don't really know what to do, I take a piece of paper and I break it down into threes and I write down all the things that I 
I want to be doing or should be doing with family, all the things that I want to do to grow my business, because I still want to grow my business, and all the things that I need to be paying attention to about myself, right? Am I, you know, what, you know, the doctors, the, you know, the, the gym, the, uh, you know, exercise and the diet. Um, and, uh, and I say to myself, okay, well, are you, are you, where, what, where, what, where are you not putting any of the energy or where are you lacking? And you, know, you need to spend more time in that space. It's hard, but it's, uh, it's fun, right? It's, it's great. You know, I think, um, you go through life in a, in a better way by having focus in all three areas, as opposed to just one. I mean, we all know the super successful business owner, which has been married four times, no relationship with their kids, smokes a pack of cigarettes, drinks excessively. You know, they're, they're, they're like a speeding, uh, you know, train car that's going to crash. We all know that person. And that person's story usually doesn't end good, right? Um, and we all know the, the person that, you know, neglected their business as well. You know, so, we, you know, you, it's really, we all know the, the, the characters that we, we've been talking about on this uh, podcast here. Um, but I can tell you again, through 25 years in research, the, the people that, um, that, that put, the, um, put, some, put the energy into their, their relationships and put the energy into their business and put the energy into themselves or the ones that, that uh, in the end have the, full, have the greatest fulfilled lives. Um, and that's what they leave behind, right? So I was just talking to somebody yesterday. We were, you know, unfortunately, they were, at a, they were just at a wake. And they said, you know, the person, you don't take anything with you. Like, that's it. Like, you, you leave everything behind. And whatever you, you know, you, whatever you leave behind, you want it to be good. Um, that's the, uh, that's what you want to leave behind. And, um, and if you could leave behind your wealth and did it in a good way, and if you, you know, as a family person and, and the things that you might've done personally, that to me is, a, is this, you know, you, you made a good, uh, good imprint on the world. I think that's well said. That's a solid one right there. Rocco, the people are ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them? I would say, um, Spend, you know, uh, Warren Buffett uh, at his last investor conference was was talking about what's the what's the best investment that you can make, and it's an investment in yourself. And I'm a big believer in that um, that that you that you need to be working harder on yourself than you than you should be on on anything on anything else. Right, work hard on yourself, and everything else will uh, will help to take care of itself. So, what yeah. I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets come on. Rocco, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people sure. learn more? Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage? And where can they get a copy of Three Chords Approach to Life and Wealth Management for Business Owners? Uh, they can go on to uh, the Three Chords website, uh, which is threechordsapproach.com. They can go on to which you can go to roccoacarrero.com and um, and they, they'll be able to buy a book on uh, it's on Amazon, it's at Barnes and Noble, uh, Target, and a you know a bunch of other places. But uh, but yeah, I hope they enjoy the book. If somebody wants to reach out, feel free to send an email and uh, stay in touch. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show Rocco your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to RoccoACarrero.com. It's R-O-C-C-O-A-C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O.com and check out all the great things that Rocco is working on. Pick up a copy of The Three Chords Approach to Life and Wealth Management for Business Owners, wherever you buy your books. Thanks again, Rocco. Thanks, George. 
And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together. <laughs>